Hi, and welcome to episode two of Meet My Followers. My name is Cade Dwork, and I am your host for this crazy little podcast. Today, we have at New Rich Project, Sonny Durante on the program. Before I get into the interview with Sonny, though, I do want to thank this show's sponsor, 140. One feature that I really like about 140 is the ability to create toolkits. These are how-to guides created by 140 community members so you can see exactly how other Twitterers are getting the most out of the apps on 140. Amazing things are happening on Twitter and the right app is the engine that drives that potential and I encourage you to check out a couple of toolkits on 140.com. Every character counts. Do more with 140. Sonny, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Oh, Kate, I am rocking. Today has been one of those great days you hope for. Well, I mean, I, I've talked with you a whole bunch recently because, you know, we're kind of like, we're, I would say we're recent friends, right? I mean, you know, less than six months, I, I, we've been running around in the same circles. Um, Absolutely. And, and so... Um, you know, it's always interesting for me to hear people when they're having great days, but let's like take a big step back out and ask, who are you? And, and just give people some background on, you know, what's going on in your life and, and, and the, the things that you're really passionate about. Such a little phrase, such a loaded question. Uh, okay. So who, who am I? Well, my name's Sonny Durante. Uh, I'm an adventurer and entrepreneur. Um, currently, I'm 23 years old. I live in London, Ontario, Canada, and I'm just wrapping up my university career here at the University of Western Ontario. Um, some things that I have in, in the works right now as I graduate, uh, to be honest, I've got a ton of stuff. I'm actually, as I'm talking to you, looking at my whiteboard in my living room, and it's got 12 things on it, all of which are projects I have actively on the go. Um, most exciting for me right now is the pro- the uh, Something I'm, uh, pardon me. Something I call NewRichProject.com. It's a website that basically just follows and chronicles my adventures as I go throughout the world and try to have fun. Yeah, that's 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 one of the the key points that um, I really wanted to talk about because you really have, have invested a lot of time and energy into the New Rich Project. So give people the the, the general scope on what that uh, idea is, kind of in a secondary level, not just the uh, super high one you just gave. Okay, well, the secondary, let's rewind a little bit. But first of all, it's it's totally selfish. Let's just go there. Um, NewRichProject.com is, I, I do all these really cool and amazing things. And, and I don't mean that uh, to be, uh, to, you know, to brag or anything, but I really go out there and I, I try to find things that are unique and, and different, things that most people wouldn't see and opportunities that most people wouldn't take advantage of or even recognize if it was staring them in the face. So what I did was, but I'm terrible with taking pictures. I have some friends who can take a thousand pictures in like a five minute span and all of a sudden their life's online, but I am so terrible with that. Uh, and so I started up this idea, newrichproject.com was just going to be me. Basically, it was going to be a, a personal blog. It was going to be me uh, chronicling my adventures and what it was that I was doing and mm-hmm. keeping people in the loop on that. And it kind of grew a little bit um, to include my entrepreneurial ventures. Um I, like I said, I have a lot of things in the go right now, and I really I come from a background of really eclectic entrepreneurs. Both sides of my family are entrepreneurial. Pardon me, arch, entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. It's a big word for me tonight. Um, my dad's side, especially, we we're serial entrepreneurs. I grew up with that. That's what makes sense to me. That's what feels right. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So is that so- is that why you're you know every time I talk with you, it sounds like that there are like two new projects that are constantly being added to the loop. And I think that it's it maybe the fact that you are getting close to the end of your 
you know, university career. And so you're starting to get a feel for, okay, hey, you know, I want to do stuff in this spot or that spot and see what kind of what takes, what, what germinates and what is an organic growth from there. Right. I mean, it, that's it sure seems that way. Sure. I mean, that's, yeah, that's definitely one way to look at it. But I mean, if you would have known me for, I mean, obviously we're relatively recent friends. Sure. If you would have known me years ago, I would have been, I'm the exact same way. I've been starting companies since I was 16 and started a clothing company because I didn't like the jerseys that we had in basketball and I wanted new ones. And so I ended up going out and making better jerseys and selling them to the school and I got a better jersey out of it. But it's been a part of my life. Uh, I've always been that guy to talk about, you know, newrichproject.com and me, you know, the three things I talk about there are travel, adventure, and entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. The three things that I really think are, are necessary to have in your life to keep it exciting, to keep it new. Um, and in my opinion, entrepreneurship is, you know, the modern day adventurer. Um, and that's what I'm going for. So I've always had, I mean, <laughs> some hilarious ones, everything from a web design company to selling comic books on eBay to doing the drop ship thing to a clothing company. I've always had something in the works, but nothing's ever really had time to take because I've been in school. Okay. I mean, we started when I was 16, I got started with this and I was playing, you know, I, I play a ton of sports. I think athleticism is awesome. And I didn't have time straight up. didn't have time to devote more, uh, more effort to toward these businesses and these ideas that I had because I was so focused on academics, getting into university. And then once I got into university, it was all right, making sure I'm making the grade and staying in university. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of really exciting for me now as I'm about to graduate that I can go, wow, I can take all of this time that I had and just flush it towards, you know, one or two or three projects and really make something out of it. Is that something that you want to do though? Is it you want multiple opportunities that you're working on simultaneously right from the start? <laughs> um, I, you say want, that's a, that's might not be the most appropriate word. It's what I need. It's what I do. Okay. I'm very much. Uh, ADD. It runs in the family. Very much am I that way, and I need new things all the time to keep me to keep me excited, to keep me motivated, to keep me doing cool stuff. Uh, the mundane, the typical nine to five, just drains me. Okay. Uh, so if I have new, I always need new stuff, and I always manage to find it. That's that's very very interesting. So I mean, let's let's you know, kind of table the the new rich project and kind of some of the entrepreneurship stuff although i know that that can be hard for you at times my friend um <laughs> let's let's talk about you know kind of your experience you know being outside of even the u.s and being involved in all these different technology you know opportunities right it sounds like that you're leveraging all these different platforms right and i've seen you doing it on tumblr and, and twitter recently but it sounds like this is the website of your life has always been something that is um, been there since you were 16. So let, let's talk about kind of your experience doing that as, you know, someone who's not an American, who's, you know, not in, you know, the Silicon Valley. Have you had any kind of issues or different experiences that you've had with online platforms? With online platforms? Well, I should probably start, start it off by saying, uh, in my head, I'm more of an American than I am a Canadian. <laughs> and, uh, Fair enough. I, yeah, I have a lot of friends down there. I spent a lot of time, like I said, a lot of friends down there. I've, I've worked down there. I've been a summer camp counselor. I've traveled. I've traveled there a lot. I just, I really feel at home when I start getting uh, over the border. As far as platforms go, um, 
I haven't really, you know what, honestly, people, uh, a lot of Americans seem to think that the Canadians have uh, something of a disadvantage being that we're, we're up here and we're going to be, you know, get different things. But I would honest, disagree. I, I think that you have a huge advantage with the adoption rate of, of things like Facebook. I think that you are vastly ahead of most Americans. Yeah, well, the, you know, the truth is, unless I want to stream vid- video from the U.S. or buy something off eBay, I really rarely run into any kind of uh, wall. Okay. Um, and I love it. And it's uh, it's kind of a, to be honest, it's almost like a, a selling feature. When I meet all these people online, like yourself and other people that I've met, mm-hmm. um, being Canadian almost seems to give me an edge. They seem to listen more. I'm not really sure why that is. Maybe it's just you guys don't have a taste of a lot of uh, Canadians very often, but it's something I use and leverage. Uh, absolutely. As as, it's a great branding position, right? Definitely. As far as Twitter and everything comes out with, uh, you know what? To be honest with you, I'm getting on, I'm on Twitter now. And I really, in the past just short time, the past maybe four or five months, really have adopted it and, and love it. didn't realize how, you know, these little thoughts that I have throughout the day that are, you know, what I think are useless or just things that I voice to my friends. People actually care about it and people are listening to that. Yeah. Um, and I have it on my phone and it's really awesome just to be able to go, you know, I see something or I see an opportunity or I have a, a, an idea and I throw it down there and. People on Twitter pick up on it or retweet it or do whatever. Yeah. To be honest, I probably need a crash course in how to effectively use Twitter. But for right now, I just like the fact that I'm there. You know what? You're, but that's just it is that you're doing it what I feel is the right way, right? I mean, I look at your stats now, right? And I see that you've got less than 100 updates, right? And, and I don't know if it's just the timing or the content or both. But it seems like every time I like have five minutes where I'm standing in line or I, I you know, want to dig out of my email inbox, I see a tweet from you. So I think that's a little of both, and I think that when I see the stuff that you're interacting in, be it you know a link that you're passing along, a random thought, or even one of your own blog posts, that it's something that I will take time for. So I think that you are doing enough right already. I just don't think that, that um, you've gotten to the point where you're getting that initial momentum, which I've typically found for both corporates and individuals where they're constantly gaining new followers is when they clear about – 350 to 500 followers, depending upon the spaces that you're talking in. Um, so I, I think that, that that's a very interesting kind of experience for you. But let's kind of get back to Twitter and and kind of how you're using it, right? I mean, what's going on? Like, who are the people that you're you know following now? Because I see that you are following very few people. Is there a thought process there, or is it just the you know the people that you really want to follow are people who you have a really strong connection to? Certainly, I I would say. Not, I don't want to say that I've really thought it out in, like entirely, but um, I'm definitely following specific people, and I don't just take anybody on. I, I don't really like that idea because, like I said, I, I do Twitter predominantly from my phone, so it's a very small screen, limited space. I don't want to, you know, when I go to check Twitter updates or see what's going on, have 10,000 different people update stuff when really there's only seven or eight or 15 people I actually want to see updates from. Okay. Um, my number one follow, the person I'm following more often than not right now that I really love to see is first of all, well, I guess there'd be kind of two sets. The the people like yourself that I've met online, mm-hmm. um, which is a really kind of a cool community that I never, I, I really didn't. I guess I understood the power, but I didn't. It wasn't real to me until until I started reaching out to people like yourself and mm-hmm. and whoever else is out there. And that's really powerful because obviously I think you have some great ideas, and so do the other people in the, mm-hmm. you know, out there in the internet and the blogging community. But uh, as far as, you know, totally a selfish thing, I follow, I follow Bear Grylls. I love that guy. Okay. And, and what, Bear Gr- what's very interesting about, about him? I, I mean, I know who he is, so give some background for people who don't. 
Bear Grylls, if you've ever seen it, he does a couple shows. One, the most recent one he has is called Worst Case Scenario, where he shows you how to get out of literally the worst case scenarios that you can get into, like having a dog chase you or, you know, a couple guys are going to bar fight you or you're, tra- you're struck or uh, trapped in a car that's, you know, pinned underwater. Like these, the worst possible scenarios he shows you how to get out of. But he really got started with a show called, if I'm not mistaken, it's Man vs. Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just an awesome show to me. And now I'm very athletic and outdoorsy and I actually did three months away in Baja, Mexico for the National Outdoor Leadership School, living under the stars and, you know, hunting for my dinner and, and uh, basically surviving with a knife and a backpack. And so I have a respect for watching him go into these crazy, crazy places in the world with just him. There's a camera crew that follows him, but I mean, they offer very little, if any help whatsoever. And he's just showing you how you would survive in these areas. And there's something so cool about that. So primal. So that you, you just don't get to use that kind of skill set in the world today, in my opinion. I, and I would totally agree with you, right? I think it's actually something that that more people, you know, need to understand because even though you know, hey, we happen to live in you know first world countries with all kinds of, you know, amenities and 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 you know luxuries in life, that you know there's still two thirds of the world's population who's who's living on less than two dollars and fifty cents a day, and oh, completely, and, and so they need those skills in order, you know, to you know be able to provide for their families, and and so I I I have a huge respect for that kind of survivalist or naturalist mentality, and that's. That's something that, that you and I haven't really talked about at length, but it's, it's something that I've always kind of seen from afar because of the things that you do outdoors. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, talk to me, because one of the big things that, that really catches my eye about the content that you're creating, and, and I think some of the content that you're consuming even, is that it's very video-driven. Very much so. And even though I'm tending to find that the majority of, okay, when I put up a text post, I'm actually getting more people that are commenting on that. Um, as far as the stats go, I'm not, you know, they're, they're about equal, but I, you know, I've, uh, my whole life, I've done some pretty cool stuff and I've, and I've looked for that. And I've had a lot of people say to me, you know, you should have a show or, and it's always in jest or a joke. And the past little while, maybe the past year or so, um, I just said, you know, why the heck can I? And I started seeing some, uh, some other online people who were having success on YouTube and whatnot. So, you know what I, uh, for actually a business that I'm starting now, I had to buy a high-end camera, and it gave me kind of a a reason to go out and spend and start getting in front of the camera. And to be honest, I love it there. Um, the camera, to me, it, the camera's great. It, it captures, I have a lot of, I mean, I know we're on an audio platform right now, but mm-hmm. I have a lot of energy that I really like to throw out there, and it's hard to capture that in any medium other than on video, because you get, I'm, you know, I'm very facially expressive, and uh, I do a lot of body language, and, you know, things that you don't really pick up on in any other platform, so... For me, video just seemed like the right thing to do, and I was looking to build a personal brand because I think that's kind of the way of the future, mm-hmm. and that's how I got involved with it. So well, the camera really is something I enjoyed, and uh, again, it's totally selfish, but I love it. Well, it's not totally selfish because it is the way that you communicate with people, right? I mean, you and I send more video emails through iJot.com than we do send even IMs to one another or even tweets at one another. Right, it's it's that's that's the way that you and I communicate because I'm very much known for talking with my hands and being overly expressive, and you're very much the same way. It comes across brilliantly in your videos, right? <laughs> and and that's, I think that's I think that's why you have people who uh, want to who view those videos, right? You get a, a decent viewership for the videos that you are you know producing, and the fact that it is super early days for you doing it, and you're just getting the feel for kind of the the Tumblr platform itself. Um, mm-hmm. But then you sit there and and, and 
you know, people, I think that, that it stops the conversation for you is that you use it as a statement platform and the text stuff is, is for you more kind of along the lines of, um, kind of, okay, let's start a discussion here. And so I think that it's just a slight tweak for you to getting all the comments that you want on your video as well. Oh, totally. And you know, you, you, uh, you touched on it briefly. I'm in, I'm in infancy and I know that I think so far ahead and you're, you're picturing it that way too. Cause it's always great to, you know, look towards something you're working at, but mm-hmm. I'm in infancy. This is less than, it's less than what, seven months old that I've had this thing up there. Yep. Uh, like substantially less than that actually. And it's just getting started. I haven't even put up, you know what, I'm uh, trying to get a programmer now to put up social media icons on my site. And that's really why I don't have a lot of people following me yet, in my opinion. Gotcha. Um, well, yeah, you get enough and- traffic to that website. I mean, you know, you, you've, you know, alluded to, you know, high traffic days when you're posting new content and doing it regularly like anybody else does. When you sit there and you're regularly producing quality content, people notice. And you know what? The truth, the truth of the website is I really don't care if I have uh, 50 people or 5,000 people. I'm just looking for unique people, people who share my vision, people who, uh, in my, you know, they get up off the bench and, and make things happen. That's what I always say in my videos, make it happen because nobody's going to give it to you. So I've been really lucky to find people like yourself. And I guess I, I have a bit of a talent for reaching out to people, but people like you who make things happen. I mean, even this show, you were, I mean, we would talk forever about, Hey, do you have all these ideas? Why aren't you producing any content? Yeah. And I was on you about it and we had a yes. little back and forth and then here we are. Cause rather than think about it and get, you know, bogged down by fear or trepidation or whatever, you got up and you did it. Well, uh, but that's just part of the entire process, right? Is that I, I've, I'm always willing to take on a challenge, especially when it's from somebody who I respect. And so I very much respect you and your ability to just sit there and say, you know what? Hey, I want to try this new company with two of my buddies, right? And you start working on it and, okay, hey, it's going to take another investment into a camera. All right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll pull the trigger on that because it's the right thing to do if I'm going to be in a spot, you know, where I want to be in, you know, six months or a year is that I have to make this decision now in order to get there. And so you're very smart on the people that you choose to surround yourself with because the from the people that I know who are in your, you know, influential group as well, um, they're all very much that same way. So, you know, it's, it's one of these things where you're almost creating a self-fulfilling prophecy in the fact that you now want people who are striving for that next step because now you've got to go out and do it. And I know that your competitive spirit jumps out and it's, <laughs> it's just, it's all go at that time for you. Totally. Uh, completely. And you know what? I- I'm uh, I'm huge into psychology, social psychology. I got into university and I thought, hey, I'm going to take business. But then I lo- took a look at it and I said, you know, 85% of this business, these business courses are accounting. And to be honest, that's just not my bag. Uh, I'll hire somebody for that as long as I know the basics, I'm happy. But then I started seeing social psychology. And we're lucky enough here at Western to have some incredible professors. And I said, you know, how can I not take this? It's literally, you can go into a class and apply what you learned that day in the real world. Um, and, and that's really how, that's what I do. It's what I love to do. So, um, when it came to new rich project and everything else that I'm doing, I just like to, I learned very quickly that the people you surround yourself with are going to be, are going to pretty much gauge your success. There's actually a study that was done. Uh, I'm, I'm just quoting loosely, but it was basically the people tend to stick to the five main people in their life. That's who they have serious interaction with. And those five people dictate the success that they're going to have. So I'd like to expand my group a little bit past five people, but I definitely want it to be with people who are successful and working towards the right things and not accepting of mediocrity. 
and that's a key point for someone who is this entrepreneurial, innovative kind of mindset, right? That's something that, that you have to have. Um, and, and you have it in spades, my friend. So, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I will ask you kind of a, a, a general question to, to start to close up this interview, though, and ask sure. you what your most interesting or awkward or fun experience has been using online platforms to, you know, create content most interesting um i would have to say it would uh be meeting people like yourself and like annie Sorensen mm-hmm. and some other people that i've met online simply because you know moments ago they were just people who ran a website that i liked and enjoyed the content and you know live across you know might as well be across the world you're in arizona i'm all the way up in more or less toronto area mm-hmm. uh and here we are conversing back and forth and i do the same with annie and i do the same with you know other people that i've met online and i just think it's so incredible and it really bo- it blows my mind if i take a second to just think about it what the internet's done for us it's really made this you know giant expanse of three four five thousand miles and turned it into you know a quick eye job message <laughs> Yeah, it's fascinating that 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 sense of community and finding those people that you want to surround yourself with is literally, you know, an Internet connection away now. Um, And I I totally, you know, that's part of the reason why I started the show and that I wanted people to hear stories like yours, because I think that it is a necessary piece in kind of this next kind of social, you know, fabric that that we're starting to weave, which isn't completely centered around geography. And, you know, having resources to then travel to new places so that you can meet new people. Now it's, you know, hey, I run a search query on Twitter and I can find people who have expertise in whatever area I want to, you know, ask a, a stupid question about. Oh, and it's incredible. I, I, I love it. And one, you know, one of the cool things is um, I'll just caveat quickly into uh, what it is I'm doing business wise is that there's a new company that I'm starting called Learnin30.com. And learnin30.com, we're going to throw out a whole bunch of products, but our first one is Guitar in 30. It's going to teach you how to play guitar in 30 days. It's a pretty big big proposition, but I took a look around my friend group and realized that I had all of these people who are professional musicians and really successful in the music industries, uh, and I said, why not leverage that? What's been cool about it was I had just put down the four-hour work week by Tim Ferriss when I met my friend who I'm going into business with right now, Jeff. Uh, and he, you know, he, he recommended me to the book, uh, again, after I'd already read it. Uh, and we got together a similar mindset. And what was cool about it was like, you know, we're putting this product together. It's going to be a video series, but why don't we rather than do the traditional route of putting, you know, DVDs and having all the headaches of actually having a tangible product. Why don't we just do, you know, use the internet. It's, it's there, it's a platform. Why not give it a shot? And it's kind of really cool that none of us have ventured into this area too much yet. Uh, we're gonna. We've took. Oh, I mean, it's been forever putting this product together, but we're gonna put it together and have it for direct download online. And it just kind of blows my mind that you can do this now, as opposed to having to get up off your butt, go to the store and buy something, or you know, wait for it to ship for three weeks. In you know, 20 minutes it takes to download the thing. You're you're, you're up and running. And I think it's just really exciting what the internet's gonna do. And I'm really interested in seeing which direction it's going to take well uh, yeah i mean obviously i believe in this space i've been in the space now for a while and and uh, i think that it has a completely revolutionary power revolutionary power over a lot of different things well Sonny, thank you so much for coming on the show i really appreciate you coming in and giving me 20 25 minutes of your time it, it means a lot to me and uh hopefully you had a positive experience here as well dude absolutely thank you for having me i really appreciate it oh 
that's it, folks. Thank you for your time and, and the response that I received on day one. It's been pretty amazing. Uh, I am totally looking forward to producing more podcasts like this uh, with great people like Sonny. And so if you have someone who you think is absolutely awesome, go ahead and uh, have them follow me. Send me an at reply and, and uh, ask to uh, or pay attention for when I'm looking for the next month's guests. Uh, go out there, guys, and have a great day. Bye.